0: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast.
1: Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 302 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Kayla Dallahan. Thanks, Kayla. Thank, thank, thank you. you. I hope I said your name I better. think it might be Kala. Kayla But, you know, we Kala did our best. Today, we will be discussing part three.
3: <laughs> that was aggressive, <laughs> no. man. It's on this. Try again.
2: Yay! Nah, <laughs> of chapter one of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, The Dark Lord Ascending. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to slither your way through the details. Meg's Mouse has weekly prophet news. Are
0: you ready to slither your way to LeakyCon with the Slytherin Draco Malfoy? Because
2: Tom Felton was just announced. Boo-boo.
0: I was very excited about that. They I needed that. I
2: I'm hoping I get to be like, hi,
0: I read your book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's oh.
0: amazing. I was going to say I should bring my book for him to sign and then I remembered I bought an autographed copy. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to leave.
2: <laughs> Make him notarize his own signature.
0: Yeah. right? Is this you? <laughs> this is you, right? Okay, Sweet. Um. Make sure... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they may too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast. I just... My lips just touched the microphone and freaked me out. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. if you'd like to support us on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps this going because I know that you definitely want this forever. High quality professionalism. Um, (laughs) And it'll gain you access to uh, the Felix Files, Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, swishflick boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. And we are still and always will be accepting Potter stories to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com.
3: Did we say Lori's back? No. Lori. Hi, Lori. <laughs> Lori's back.
1: I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. It's
0: like she never left.
2: Because she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Lori. boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Lori has a lot to say on this episode. I just looked at the doc. There's a lot of Blue. <laughs>
3: um, Meg happy Aubrey happy said imagine having a double-signed book.
0: See, that could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? I We actually, like, very luckily got to meet him at Steel City Con quite a few years ago, it and was it was awesome. Amazing. He was so cool, so kind, like, literally the most, genuine, the most genuine, the most genuine. And... Awesome we asked him to write a quote on our poster that we had him sign. What did we have him say? We said,
3: write, every, w- write whatever you want. And he said something about filthy mudbloods. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, and then it's I gave cute. him an invitation to our wedding. And he thought it was so cool, because it was the Marauder's Map. And he's like, I'm gonna show this to my mom. He's like, this is dope. Aww. Yeah, that was actually what he said. Aww. It was cute. He sounds like
2: a good egg. Mm-hmm. He didn't come,
3: though. Like... <laughs> I know, I was there. I would have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually Sir Cadogan. No one did. We had a moment.
0: <laughs> in the photos. I like to just share that picture every now and then.
3: Please find it and put it in the chat. I will. Please. <sighs> Those are the days. I lost my phone.
0: I found my phone. Knock, knock. Who's there?
3: Recap! <laughs> <laughs> Recap who?
0: That's it. Recap the chapter. Yeah.
3: Knock knock. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? Interrupting Cow. No.
2: <laughs> I had a mouthful of water, by the way, when she asked me the knock knock, so I couldn't do it. Uh, Otherwise I'd probably get spit water all over my computer.
3: It's which fine. I hear It's
2: not good for it.
3: It's fine. Uh oh, it's my turn. So Voldemort was going over all his past mistakes for Harry Potter's concerned he's gotta kill him, no one else he's clearly feeling extra evil because his targets are Lucius of course, the Malfoy family and then he extends it to Bellatrix too Hmm. we ended our last part with poor Charity coming to she's a charity chandelier the poor thing Wow, okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? I just didn't know you had it in me, honey. <laughs> black. <laughs> yellow and black. My time's got to tell you. Mm-hmm. you feeling some type of way. <laughs> not my
2: turn to talk
3: i guess
0: it's not your turn you're right voldemort traumatizes draco even more by making him look at charity burbage he then goes on to explain who she is she was the muggle studies teacher and she is here with them today because of an article she wrote for the daily prophet um spoiler alert he kills her and then feeds her to nagini i don't like that
2: i don't like hearing she things that are beyond the page a meal Okay. Both of you today. You're not even wearing a hood? Nope. I don't even have anything Slytherin on. It's very natural natural for you now.
0: A Swish and Flick shirt. Maybe purple's now my new color. Oh no, you wear it so often. I know. (laughs) Welding. Welding. We tried.
3: It's over now.
0: Oh my gosh. All right. I'm still looking for that picture of you with the the night at my wedding. Oh, yes. Our wedding. Do you share. Know, Your wedding. wedding.
3: Your wedding. Mm-hmm. Both of you had that one.
2: Um, so Voldemort's asking this group of lovely people around this ornate table. I don't know why it's so amusing to me. Um, if they recognize this prisoner who is revolving above them. And first it was Snape, right? And now it's Draco. And Draco doesn't know who this person is. And she's now awake. And Draco can't look at her any longer. So if you remember, he's been glancing up at her every minute or so because he he can't keep his eyes off of her. And I feel like that's just a very human thing to do is to look. And. I don't know. It's like I don't know when you when you don't see things every day it is just natural human nature to to continue to look. Yeah. Um And so he's like jerkily shaking his head that he doesn't know this woman. And all while Voldemort is talking to this group, he's stroking Nagini's snout and I hate this. Because um, it's it's a little unnerving to me because that is an affectionate thing to do for someone who doesn't understand like true affection or love and caring. And so we see this act being done and this is it's veiled. It's pretend it's 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 acting itself. Um he cares about Nagini and the fact that she's like proved that she can be trusted she's powerful and Useful. very easy to manipulate and command Um, and I just don't like this because it feels dirty I don't know it feels yeah. like a lie it's a perversion you know?
1: it's unnatural it's what it's a perversion of mm-hmm. love, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he has created her; right. she is a narcissist's fantasy of a mother. She um, is the perfect solution for Voldemort's needs because she's not human, so he doesn't have to overcome her independent will in mm-hmm. order to subjugate her to his wishes. Like when he possesses other people, you sh- you know, if they're human, then he has to deal with their wills. When he possesses animals, they're too weak and they die. So she's a magical creature, so she can stand up to it, but he can still overpower her will. Mm -hmm. And she's better than the woman who gave birth to him because Merope abandoned him by dying. Yeah, which was weak. And, Mm -hmm. And she, Nagini, provides snake venom for him to eat and become simultaneously more than a human and less, which is what he wants and it's also what she is. And she's also the ultimate in my mom can beat up your mom mm, yeah uh, she's a flattering person to have as your mom mm. or a snake or something <laughs> or pet or whatever
2: she is because I mean she's a person that has a malediction, right? And we don't know if we're ever going to know that story. So that's fun for us uh, to just Tiana,
0: have floating yeah. in the air. Teyana just said, do we know how much human thoughts, like how many human thoughts are left in Nagini? And that's like an interesting question because we don't really have all the information about like maledictus creatures.
2: Within this world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh. I mean, the whole I,
0: relationship is just like a little nauseating. I want to know
2: <laughs> the meeting. I want to know when that happened and where that happened. I kind of feel like it's a. Uh, my guess would be or my theory would be early on after her transformation. <laughs> and it was because of parsonson That's my guess. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they but, could communicate. Yeah, that's just I don't see him being like hey, a woman, let me chat with you without wanting to get something from you. Unless she had something he wanted. I don't know. We're we're probably never going
1: to know. Yeah, my uh, guess is that because the last time we see Nagini in the second Fantastic Beasts movie, mm-hmm. baby Tom Riddle is like a year old. Yeah. And my guess is that she hears the baby crying in tongue. Mm -hmm. and she wants to go help and that you know it's this human connection that she has for this baby and then as she becomes less and less human and he can overtake her with his will more then she becomes this reflection of his needs Mm.
2: interesting let's see if we ever find out
1: but you know this is what what are you going to do when you're a Fantastic Beasts movie fan? You know, we have a lot of time to think these things up. Who's going to tell us we're wrong? Nobody. <laughs>
2: <All> right? <laughs> Certainly nobody. Because you have nothing to back you up.
0: Because there isn't nope. anything. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that oh. makes me a
2: little sad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I really loved those movies. Yeah. Yep, still do. Yeah, they're good. They're good. <sighs> I, they're very good. Um, Alas.
3: Your You're wax. wax. Jinx, Jinx you owe me. a, me a coke. coke Jinx you owe me some <laughs> Cola <gasps>
2: Whoa.
3: Wow. Mike I just gave think up. We'll you know. let everybody else decide.
2: <laughs> T if Teeth was first. Nope, Mia. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
3: just said you <Maggie>, got smoked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, will go with with just that then. Um, so Voldemort's like, uh, you know, Draco, you probably wouldn't have taken her classes. And I think that this is very, very true. He doesn't even need to ask him if he's taken the class. I don't know why he asked if he recognized her, maybe passing in the hall and, and whatnot. But, um, he's a Malfoy, right? From the Malfoy family and taking a Muggle Studies course would never have been acceptable to sign up and take. There's no way. Um... So, until recently, Charity Burbish taught at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And um, a few people make sounds of acknowledgement and comprehension at this information. Because they're like, oh, that's where you're from. And a broad, hunched woman with pointed, pointed teeth cackled. Somebody cackle for me.
3: (laughs) Oh, that was... That Thanks. was good. I can always count
2: on you. That was better than my uh,
0: whatever I tried to do two episodes ago. I can't remember. It was like some sort of laugh and I just did it all wrong. Anyway, go ahead. I, remember <laughs> I don't that, recall. But,
2: <laughs> I re- but I don't recall what it was. I do remember that I neighed last time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, who dat? It's Electo Caro, everybody. What a gem. Who, who I always get confused, which is the brother, which is the sister, because their names... I just I just can't remember ever. I don't know why I have that problem, too. It is the Sista. Um, So we know that she was at the top of the astronomy tower, pure, but per- <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Pure blood. Um, teaching this philosophy, right? Um, Later on becomes professor. We'll get into her profile, I'm sure, later on. Um, just a terrible person. <laughs> <around.
3: Yeah. laughs> uh,
2: Luna, I believe, stuns her in Ravenclaw Tower later on, mm-hmm. and it's very loud, and it wakes up all the children, which I think is pretty great. And she's like, "Oh, that's louder than I thought." I love pointed teeth, though. Um, that's got to be something that
0: like you're doing. Yeah, I would think that it's like cosmetic. She wanted that. So she.
2: Yeah. I don't think people are just. I don't know. Unless she's like a mer person. But what then she'd them? be like a half blood. Yeah. yeah, then she but wouldn't we be people that. Wait, she's on the list probably. Carol on that. Uh, Carol is sacred 28. I don't know. Nor do I. <laughs> All these people like to think that they are. Um, but I got to figure, like, she's out here, like, altering her teeth to be.
1: Pointed. Yes, they're on there.
2: Okay, yeah. So, not a mer person. Sorry, everyone. Quote Yes, Professor Burbage taught the children of witches and wizards all about muggles, how they are not so different from us.
1: Hmm. This part always felt a little heavy handed to me, but it's an important point. So, she wrote a protest editorial she's being killed for it mm. that's the heavy-handed part but it also shows us that there's a change in regime it is the same thing as how suddenly it's not okay to say Voldemort's name mm. you know after for 6 books we've all been taught you have to say the name otherwise you're you know increasing your fear of it and then dumbledore dies and he's not around to tell them this is a regime change that was before war when it is war it's an outdated tactic times are different you have to adapt Mm -hmm. the stakes have changed the stakes used to be resistance now it's survival you know as long as you survive you can still fight uh So Charity is doing what used to be good resistance. She's writing a protest editorial. Yeah, that's not a good idea right now. Um, We're transitioning from the Gryffindor approach, where you resist, to a more Slytherin one, where you don't always show your plan. You play the long game. And you don't waste your valuable energy on every rescue. You have to accept that there are going to have to be some sacrifices So we've gone from the Dumbledore regime to the Snape era. Mm -hmm. Harry from now on has to draw on the Slytherin side of himself that he has always been afraid of. And Mm -hmm. he's also going to have to remember things that he learned from Snape. Mm -hmm. And, you know, poor charity, like, Oh no, no, now is not the time to write editorials. Ow! I kind of always viewed this a little bit as um,
0: a little bit of foreshadowing to, to Luna. And how, like, uh, her dad is doing pretty much Mm -hmm. what Charity did here. And, like, it's not a, you know, now is not the time. Unfortunately. And like, then you can see the Order of the Phoenix adapt to this with like the secret radio station. Like, okay, we're still having resistance and getting information out to people, but we're being smart about it. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not just, you know, publishing an entire magazine's worth of the quibbler in support of Harry Potter. Whenever Voldemort is the one, unfortunately, in power right now through the ministry. Makes me think of
2: Neville. Yeah. standing up to to the caros and he's like i always noticed when you did it harry and gave people hope
0: yeah and it's like
2: all these people are doing different things and some of them are going to unfortunately pay the price of this war for it mm-hmm. um and she's not the first one no nor is she the last Nope. um so one of the death eaters spat on the floor who do you think it was
3: Lightning bolt, go. No.
2: Hmm. Yeah, maybe actually. her brother.
3: Amicus?
1: Mm, yeah, it's probably Amicus. Never mind.
2: Carrie, what say oh, you? you can.
3: She doesn't care.
1: Oh, <laughs> he's, he spits again later in the book. May, spitting is like his thing. Yeah, oh,
3: yeah, like... Yes, no. The, who spits on McGonagall? Oh, Electo?
1: It's Amicus who spits Amicus. on McGonagall. So
3: I bet yes. it See, is. Again, and then he gets
0: got crucioed them by
2: up. the Chosen One. How does that feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably pretty bad since it's a torture curse (laughs) Anyway, uh charity then this is sad revolves to face snape again and begs him and it's very um flashback right severus please yeah please and this is dumbledore again right asking at the top of the tower please um
3: different please but yeah yeah but you know what i'm just gotta be a trigger though
1: that is so painful
3: she's
2: lucky she got evaded first that's all i'm saying Mm. like it didn't Mm. have to be that way yeah um and and there's nothing he can do there's literally nothing he can do because of the greater good
1: the thing is it doesn't even make sense for the character to be saying that at that time because there's nothing what could he possibly do for her it makes sense as a piece of writing yeah. as a signal to the readers to remember the last time someone said this to Snape, <laughs> this means you know, I've I've heard people say who there are many Snape haters in the world and I've heard them say he doesn't even care that something bad is happening to charity. Um, yeah. But this Severus please is what he hears when he's being most tested. He can turn that pain into his strength because he can help it. It helps him occlude. You occlude the same way you conjure a Patronus. You have to remember happy connections, or you have to think about the bonds you have with the people you're trying to protect. Like uh, when Harry occludes Snape in the first Occlumency lesson, he thinks about kissing Cho, and he thinks, "No, that's private." Mm-hmm. So he's protecting somebody that he has a bond with. Snape killed his mentor in order to protect the school and help Harry and Voldemort. So um, it would have helped him suppress his grief for Charity Burbage at this moment if he kept that mission in mind. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's a moment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I
2: put in my notes
0: at this part, um, like the pain that Snape must feel has to just like be unreal right now, but he has to mask it. Yeah. He can't actually like let it be known um with Voldemort breathing down his neck it's just like just super sad yeah
2: I also um drawing on what um Katie T says in the chat but I also hear understand um the I won't compromise my mor- morals of charity she probably knew her days were numbered so she might as well say the truth I mean, she is in she that never coming back as a teacher to Hogwarts. Yeah, that that position. Um, d- obviously, they would hate her and want to get rid of her anyway. Now we're at war. They're, we're going to probably kill you to get rid of you. Let me say this first. I'm sure she knew it was going to happen. I'm shocked that it made it in. Yeah. Or was that their way of being like, put this in there and then we'll get rid of her. But who's running the paper at this point to publish this hmm. um you know what i mean maybe
0: this coming out was like their call to be like oh we have to take that over like stat now because look what came like through. completely over yeah yeah i don't know mm-hmm. that could be
2: but um yeah maybe i mean maybe she did it for the greater good you never yeah, know she probably yeah.
0: she had to have known what was going to happen unfortunately well, yeah. But shoot. then, like, again, you think Xenophilius. I think maybe he thought they would come after him and not Luna. And that was why he did what he did. You know, I don't know why he did what he did. Though. Well, he is a little bit weird. <laughs> I I mean, it's good. It's hard. You have to, like, find this balance. Right. And again, like the Order of the Phoenix figures out how to do it a little more safely. Um, But that's not to be like that's not me or us saying these people shouldn't speak out, but like there are ways to do it a little more safe than how he did it. I think him doing
2: it it just in general is surprising to me because just I mean, he doesn't strike me as a person to be like, I'm going to stand up for this cause. But he is very passionate He's a very
0: passionate person until he's not. Yeah, do you know? Well, what I mean? until he's not, when he literally calls the Death Eaters to come and pick Harry up at his house. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like, it just
2: is surprising to me that he was speaking out, ag- like against Death Eaters in the first place. That's what's surprising to me. Him flipping the switch on Harry and crew doesn't surprise me at all. That just feels very, I have to protect what's mine, which mm-hmm. I get. Mm-hmm. I get. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I yeah. would. Um, But him doing it in the first place is puzzling to me. And I wonder if he did it because of Luna being friends with him.
0: I like what Marcus said. Honestly, in a resistance, you need both martyrs and those who use subterfuge. True. I
2: don't know. I mean, we don't know enough about him. And Mia. He's
0: also a businessman. He always published what he believed in.
1: Yes. Like Crumplehorn snorkaxe. So I'm seeing this comment from Morgan. I think it's mm. easy to say, oh, it's not the right time to write about this. But honestly, it feels like an excuse. Think about that American journalist who wrote about the Saudi Arabian regime and was tortured to death. We won't know the atrocities and can't challenge the government's narrative if we don't have True. alternative explanations. Ex- yeah. Excellent point. So Ages and ages ago, I used to be a journalist. I think, realistically speaking, something like what just happened with Charity Burbage might have been like the old editor doing their last thing before they quit or get fired or go into hiding. Yeah. Because, of course, during times like this, there are crackdowns on the media. And there, you hear about people in journalism newsrooms seeing everything get more and more corrupt until finally something happens that makes them say, this is too far. I have to resign. I can't let this happen anymore. But you know, like before, before you change the passwords or anything, like what's your last thing that you do? Right. Uh, But yeah, if you're in journalism, you do know that there are these risks. You do get these kinds of threats.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language is needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer, for 50 percent off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at Stone dot com slash today today if you're a muggle like me and you don't have Molly Weasley cooking for you every day then you need to listen to this factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy wherever tomorrow takes you be ready with your pre prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Let me tell you guys, they are absolutely delicious. I have not met a factor meal yet that I didn't like, and my favorite is the jalapeno, grilled chicken, cheddar cheese. Oh, it's so good. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for, guys? Two-minute meals, fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. Done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Flexible for your schedule? Get as much or as little as you need by choosing from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or you can reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, no cleanup. All of that. Head to factormeals.com slash flick50 and use code flick50 to get 50% off. That's code flick50 at factormeals.com slash flick50 to get 50% off.
3: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich
2: Um, as I was doing my reading, um, I was making sure that I'm looking up every single person's name, um, and Charity, I think that we all can understand that one, but her last name Burbage, I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. And then I really enjoyed this is that, um, the name Burbage and Katie's going to get into this more later is, um, an English actor in Shakespeare's tragedies. And I was like, holy moly, I absolutely adore that. Yeah. That was the first thing that came up when I was doing my I just did like
1: a quick little search on my phone as I was reading. So, yeah. And then I'm going to get into Charity, the name. This is about Snape. This is about what he has to do in the coming book because he has now just risen to power. He's a new prince. I mean, we know he's the half-blood prince, but if you look in The Prince by Machiavelli, there's a quote, one must understand this, a prince, and especially a new prince, meaning a politician, cannot observe all those things for which men are considered good because in order to maintain the state, he must often act against his faith, against charity, against humanity, and against religion. So Snape is a new prince. He's just been elevated to Voldemort's right hand. If he's going to stay there, which he has to do in order to protect his desire to do the most good for the most people, he has to act against his own beliefs and act against good in this instance. So that is telling us, no, he did not want Charity Burbage to die in front of him. Right. It absolutely hurt him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That's a really great connection. He, he endures so much pain. It's unreal. I mean it's fiction, but whatever. <laughs> Kdt <Katie> T <laughs> won the first giveaway in this episode. We forgot to say we were doing it. We're doing that again. Um, also Lol's. <laughs> <laughs> and KDT won what I initially
0: thought was a Chudley Cannon's flag, but it? was actually a pillowcase. <laughs> It's, like, supposed to be Ron's Chudley Cannon's pillowcase.
2: Oh! Cute. I guess you could make it a flag.
0: flag. Yeah, it's super cute. (laughs) And we have one more. One more giveaway.
2: Love it. Right now? No. Oh. Okay. I don't know when.
0: Carrie's the only one who knows. Hurry up! Um, Okay, my turn. I get to talk about, like, three paragraphs. Here we go. Um, Okay so Voldemort says silence and like he casts a spell while saying that to literally silence charity um yikes and she like is gagged which is just sad so um not can this is Voldemort talking not content with corrupting and polluting the minds of wizarding children last week professor Burbage wrote an impassioned defense of mudbloods in the daily prophet wizards she says must accept these thieves of their knowledge and magic the dwindling of the purebloods is says professor Burbage a most desirable circumstance she would have us all mate with muggles or no doubt werewolves
2: you are not even pureblood please have a seat
0: <laughs> several um Hats. So I found a couple articles because literally like all that happens after that, basically he avadas her and unfortunately feeds her to Nagini, which is just like sickening.
3: How has avadas become a verb? Avadas. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so on our on our good friend Cora. Someone posed the question, what are the implications of Snape allowing the murder of Charity Burbage? And and I think just, like, honestly, straight out of the gate, we need to just uh, understand he literally could not do anything even. No. I mean, and he I'm sure I'm sure he wants to. He cannot. He is surrounded by Death Eaters. He has Voldemort breathing down his neck, reading his mind, I'm sure, at this moment. Um the implications of allowing it are that he has to allow it end of conversation like he has to let it happen as much as it sucks and as horrible as it is and i'm sure that she was a friend of his yeah. i'm sure she was a friend i mean
2: i mean how long did he a, teach yes, there at the very least yeah you yeah. see you we're drinking black coffee together
0: um and like unfortunately her death was to use harry potter terms for the greater good it was Unfortunately.
1: There there was there was nothing he could do to prevent it. I don't We know that she must have been a friend of Snape's because that's what happens to this character. <laughs> Whatever like, hurts most Honestly. is what happens to him. You're right.
2: You're right. And mm. ooh, fair lost my thought. <sighs> so quickly. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um
0: and I like just to reiterate, like Snape, I this is from Reddit uh let's see their name is doodling daughter nope they they said they they have a thread just basically talking about this moment um and just about like in at this period of time in Snape's life he has to be having a lot of solitary panic attacks at home at night I'm sure like he's just got Mm -hmm. a lot going on that he's trying to juggle and um make work um and this person says Severus Snape must have felt so very lonely. He was among a sea of enemies, free to confide in no one after Dumbledore died. Um and a good comparison is we know Lupin was among werewolves for only three months and he nearly broke under the pressure.
1: Like uh, being a yeah. spy
0: was Snape's entire life from Goblet of Fire to now. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like being undercover and actually living in it. Yeah you to get no breaks and there was you can't you can't have breaks because once you break I mean at this point he literally has no breaks he had breaks when when Dumbledore was alive but like if he breaks now he's dead yeah and so are (laughs) other
1: people yeah Yeah.
2: before he
3: can like fulfill his commitment to which
2: he constantly has to live this Mm -hmm. and be this you know he has no outlet to take a moment to breathe he ever stops sh- i mean this is very akatar but like i don't think he ever like stops shielding you know what i mean and using mm-hmm. occlumency I, yeah i feel, like, I he feel like voldemort would always be looking for that betrayal because he doesn't trust yeah as much as he trusts snape he doesn't you know what right. i mean right yeah and then one more post from
0: Reddit. This person deleted their account, so I don't know what their name is. Sorry, thanks, unknown. Um, <laughs> but they basically copy pasted the last three chapter, the last three paragraphs of this chapter, and then said. I just really liked how they worded all of this. Charity Burbage was the Muggle Studies teacher at Hogwarts. She was abducted sometime before the events of the Deathly Hallows and was killed by Voldemort out of pure spite while she begged Severus Snape, her colleague, to save her. Her death is sad because it was needless and horrific. She was killed while floating over a table occupied by Death Eaters who looked upon her as if she was the most disgusting thing they had seen. Her crime was teaching Hogwarts student about the everyday lives of muggles. She was not a member of the Order of the Phoenix. She was not a ministry official, nor was she someone who had openly taken up arms against Voldemort. To be fair, she did write an article that was kind of like taking up arms against Voldemort, but like through words um but most of the characters mentioned in this answer died actively fighting Voldemort or trying to save people they loved some like Hedwig were killed in the heat of battle by a curse meant for someone else but she was killed because she existed and I just think that that is a really freaking sad <laughs> existed and spoke I some also really liked this person's response though because it speaks to what she did do to wind up there which was, you know brave, correct I totally agree that what happened to Professor Burbage is horrifying but we shouldn't diminish the kind of resistance she was performing, she was publicly speaking out against Voldemort's ideology during a time when it was dangerous to do so she may not have been fighting Voldemort with her wand, but she was still fighting him
3: good for you, All right. speed it up All right, so I'm doing just a little bit of like a character analysis on Charity Burbage because this is one of those characters when you look her up, it goes, Her parents were Mr. and Mrs. Burbage. And you're like, <laughs> Thanks. That's so We helpful. don't know that wow. though. Thank you, Wikia. We don't know that. Anyway, so during the summer holidays of 97, we know that she was abducted by Voldemort and his Death Eaters. He accused her of polluting the minds of young witches and wizards with pro Muggle ideas. He vilified her Muggle-friendly beliefs, he claims she only wanted to encourage more magical people to mate with Muggles. That part in the movie makes me laugh though, because Bellatrix goes, Bleh! and it's just kind of funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she probably like was completely serious about that. though, I me? know, I know. <laughs> it's not funny, but you know. I know. It's kind of like in the Gringotts ride, Voldemort makes that ridiculous sound. Blech. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, I, I like it. that part. Oh, okay.
0: I like that <laughs> part, but like him doing that makes me cringe.
3: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so villainous. Um, so I'd forgotten about this. So no one knew where like after her death like where she was. Um, and sometime mm. before right now like when she's killed Apparently, there was, like, an alleged resignation Yeah, Hogwarts. who wrote that? hmm It was briefly mentioned on the front page of the oh, Daily yeah, Prophet. Actually,
0: on the front page.
3: A teacher's that is resignation front
0: page is on the
3: front page. Nobody cares. Uh-huh. Red flag. <laughs> yeah, it was to the order because they're like, nah, something's wrong here. Um, but they were not able to locate her anywhere. So, well, obviously because Nagini ate her her. Um, Burbage is portrayed by the British actress Carolyn Pickles really liked her last name so I just thought I'd put that fun fact in there (laughs) but not Tommy Riddle (laughs) Um, not so fun fact Uh, Charity says the same last words that Albus Dumbledore did she just adds another please and of course we have to get into the edit etymology i almost said in yeah so charities from the english word charity ultimately derived from latin uh this word is caritas which means generous love mm. or from latin caris, which is dear and beloved uh, It was in use as a roman christian name The english name charity came into use among the puritans after the protestant reformation It's likely a reference to her caring attitude towards muggles, which Mm. just makes me, like, even more sad for her. Yeah. Um, It was used by the Puritans as a virtue name. So there's, like, the three theological virtues, which is faith, hope, and charity, or faith, hope, and love. I thought that was, like, a cool tying in. Mm -hmm. Um, And charity is also the usual English form of the name Saint Charity, who is an early Christian child martyr. Who was tortured to death with her sister's faith and hope. So it's kind of like the same Thanks. like line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then like Tiffany was talking about, there is a Richard Burbage. Not Richard? related. Richard. What's happening? Who was an English stage actor who is widely considered to have been one of the most famous actors of the globe theater of his time. Um, basically, like. He was renowned for his take on Hamlet. Mm. And I guess like Hamlet. to this day, the way he played hammock, ha- Hamlet <laughs> can still be seen in the way they perform it today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what well, uh, a
2: puff mistake. Hamlet. I would like to sit in this hammock
3: with uh. my pickles. Right? Um, and, like, the, the according to Wiki, his death <laughs> had such an outpouring of grief that it almost overshadowed the death of Queen Anne that was ten days before. <laughs> so, like, oh, this dude was missed. Um, and maybe that speaks volumes to the fact that, like, Charity was this innocent and, like, just another loss of innocence in the Potter series. Sad stuff, friends.
0: Shout out to Gil, who won the final giveaway (laughs) puzzle of The Burrow at Christmas.
2: If you're wondering, why am I not in the giveaways? You got to get on Discord. (laughs) You got to get on Discord. (laughs) That's where we're doing all the fun.
0: So much is wrong wrong with us. Anyway, let's do some lightning bolt round questions. Go, <laughs> Tiffany. I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. Snips, uh, <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> Sna- I
1: almost is. said
0: Snake Carly instead of
2: Sam Cartley. Snake, change your name. <laughs>
0: she asked a question about a snake. If you had to be a snake, what snake? And rather be a snake or a legless lizard.
2: <laughs> what? I'd rather
0: be a <laughs> snake than a legless lizard. I'd rather be a legless lizard. But if I had to be a snake, I'd want to be a black mamba because then I'd be on top of the food chain. Mm. You're dead. Except Honey Badger, they could get me. <sighs> Dang. Honey Badger
3: don't care. <laughs> Uh, I don't know snakes. I don't know bread. <laughs> I, this is me. I don't know snakes. Python. Gardener. Gardner. I just want to live and be happy with my tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever snake Karen is, I'd want to be that snake. Who? Taylor Swift's snake Karen.
2: What?
0: Live in a world. Get, where get I have no on. Get with the rep. Get on get our with the level. Rep train, okay. Tiffany. Oh my god, Lori. Do you have a specific type of snake that you would like to be? <laughs> no. Yes, please.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I no. have no Moving idea. On.
0: Oh my god, this is kind of funny. Gill asks, "Death Eaters want to play Quidditch, and you're the captain. Who are your? Who are you picking for your team?" And Come what on. position? Ooh. Let's pick Just our number pick one. Your top three Death Eaters that you'd have on your team: Draco. He counts, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Anyone else worthy? Mm-hmm. Come on, Snape. What? He can't fly. <gasps> he don't need Snape a broom to fly. Flying. He, he be could be there. the
0: referee. Now he still has what, to fly. What? So he
1: cheats? All right. <gasps>
2: Um, who else? He
1: hates Quidditch so much. (laughs) Right.
2: He can't stand it. He just wants his house to win because it makes McGonagall mad. Which, valid. I would do that too. Just to spite someone. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, actually, because he's like big, right? Isn't he Yeah, big and blonde? So he could like be a beater. Draco could be my seeker. Um, is not really a death eater, but he would like bite He's people.
0: He's not.
2: <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> I don't know.
0: Savage.
2: Mm. Bellatrix. Mm. Mm.
3: Chaser. Just going for the kills. <laughs> <laughs> Katie. We're hurting people. I'll go with the Caro twins to be like the evil version of the Weasley twins. Is yes, very good. yes, yes.
2: That's good. That's what I was
0: gonna say. Oh, sorry say
2: that. Okay, good. Um, Stan does not count. <gasps> but why? He, he
3: because he's imperious. He's
2: imperious.
0: But that means he's a good guy. Whatever. If you want to lose,
3: be <laughs> uh, like, come on. No. Would you like a toothbrush? (laughs) A (laughs) hot (laughs) water bottle.
0: Would you like a toothbrush?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I can't pick Draco because I don't really think he's that great at Quidditch. He's actually good. He's good. Not around Harry, he's too busy being like, "Ooh, Potter!" No, focus on the game. Stop it. <laughs> Dang. But he's I... not playing against Harry. Okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> fine, Draco, I guess.
2: This is a Voldemort day scenario. Quidditch team, <laughs> right?
0: Oh, you picked 3. Okay. Yeah. Um quickly because I'm going to get in trouble. Star <laughs> and mine's kind of the same. That's Electo fine. and Amicus and then Draco.
2: all right Cheaters.
0: Laurie, would you pick anyone different?
2: Lori's
1: like, I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't, well, uh, no, I don't. But um, Mc, McNair.
0: Oh, McNair. Yeah.
1: McNair. Could
3: you imagine? He's just, just about like, beheading just people. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he would be a beater. Yeah. What about Barty Crouch?
3: Junior. Junior.
1: Oh, God, he could do anything. But he's he's dead, like the most so. powerful person they yeah. have. Yeah. What do you say? Is he
0: dead? Yeah, he's, he's pretty much dead. <sighs> he's worse than dead. He's worse than yeah. dead, yeah. Poor Where do they, they
2: put you? Sit you in Ask a Man until your body dies?
0: I guess. Depressing.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
3: That's a, that's a Felix Well episode.
2: <laughs> that's never <not for> mainstream.
3: <laughs> All right. Give me that fan story. Another oldie but goodie. Miranda. November 2018. Hello, I'm new to the podcast in 2018, and I'm on episode 11. I don't know if you're still sharing Potter stories, but I've always loved mine and wanted to share. Mm. As Mike stated, we're always accepting Potter stories. Back in 98 or 99, I was in second grade. Harry Potter had just come out, and I went with my mom to work for some reason, and after work, she decided to get me a book. I've always been a reader, and she has not been, but she was always very pleased to see me read. We didn't have a lot of money, so this was a real treat. The bookstore was a tiny shop inside this little concrete building. I remember it because on the outside of the building, above the door, were like six different clocks showing the time all over the world. That's cool. I thought this was so magical. I remember distinctly thinking that. I've always loved magic. Practical magic had also come out around that same time, and my friend and I snagged my sister's VHS and started believing we were really magic. Oh, youth. I digress. We get the book the book, Sorcerer's Stone, and drive away from the city where my mom worked, the town I lived, population 400, which was an hour away. When we got home after dinner, the power went out. Since we lived in an old farmhouse in such a tiny town, it would take forever for the power to come back on when this would happen. <laughs> my mother, brilliant as she is, decided to get our camping light and flash camping lamp and flashlight, make a den of blankets, and read that magical book. I think we got to an Alley before the power came back. It was all so perfect and so magical. I was hooked and grew up with it. I shared it with my second and fourth grade teacher and even got Goblet of Fire taken away because I wouldn't stop reading it in class. Mm, I support this. The movies have always come out in November, a week after my birthday, so it always felt like a little gift just for me. I was known by being a Potterhead my entire life, and now I'm sharing it with my young children. It's only a matter of time till I break out the camping lantern blanket nest and share that magical experience. Oh, my gosh. Wow, wow, wow. Brandon I'm going to (laughs) cry. That is so cute. I right. want to wow. know. It's been a couple years. I Have know. you done it? Are you still here? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> it's been five years. Has it happened? <gasps> Tell oh, us. Five oh, God, years. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Ooh. Mm. Oh. It's okay. We can drown yeah. our sours. S- s- sours? Sours. Well, what else sour. Sours. I
2: got ice and cream. Ice cream. I got ice cream these hannies these handnies. these hannies has to <laughs> they could crush you this is my emotional support ice cream <laughs> it's james's voice if you don't know what i'm doing he doesn't sound like that he says
3: bubbles now <laughs> oh. uh thank you miranda for sharing your story Thanks, Miranda. <laughs> you got the power any <laughs> oh, uh, song. How do wizards make an omelet? I don't know, Katie. How egg spelliarmus.
1: Oh, <laughs> egg spelliarmus. <laughs> like <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's
3: a good one.
0: <laughs> got her. <laughs> oh my gosh well if you would like to follow us on social media you can find myself and katie on instagram and tiktok at the Peachers family you can find tiffany on instagram and tiktok at tiff swish underscore flick and you can check out Lori's website which is laurie l-o-r-r-i-e-k-i-m.com not dot net not Not.net. That. Not.org. That uh, shout out to Mia. Mia won bingo. Two Ravenclaws Ooh. in a row. Woohoo! Where are the standings at, my friends? Nobody knows. <laughs> Gryffindor is still in first. Oh, Holy man. moly. 1290 points. I'm
2: telling you, we just needed people to come to the chat because Showing our catch ketchup- up
0: Could not happen last year. It just couldn't. It was too big. Ravenclaw's in second with 580. Slytherin's in third with 340. And Hufflepuff is in fourth with 270.
3: What Bree said? Puffs? What is even happening? (sighs) It's okay. It's because Gryffindor started showing up. It's day two of
0: 365.
2: It's okay. Yeah. Honestly, trivia is going to be the game changer for whoever, like, Obviously, being here weekly matters a bunch, but trivia is the one where it just like absolutely flips the script on people. So, yep. you got to show up to trivia, Gryffindor. It's not enough to be here just
3: every week. <laughs> just... Oh, geez, Louise, look at these,
2: <laughs> sweating. <gasps> um, thank you, Lori. Thanks, Lori. <laughs> i was debating in my head whether or not we should share things because we are wildly over time yeah it's okay and i was asked eta and i said unknown and then i got no text
3: back (laughs) very soon yes
2: um
0: i mean it hasn't changed much since the last time we recorded (laughs) which was an hour ago Uh... Uh, I'm still playing Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah. Ooh. I booked dining for our trip to Disney. Oh. Not including you. Sorry. The one with me, Katie, and I already
2: saw it on my app. Thanks, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the great thing about being connected on there. I'm like, what are they doing? (laughs) You better start walking and catch the bus. (laughs) Um. Yeah, the, honestly, thank you so much, Lori, for joining us. You're um, amazing. Yeah. We'll have you You'll back. You'll be back you again soon, me. I'm sure. Absolutely yes. be back. Please. Tell me, yes. to email me what other chapter she, you
0: She want. has. It's somewhere. I'll well, find it. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's already done all that work <laughs> for was us. a long time ago.
0: <laughs> Basically. Basically, any chapter that has Snape in it, Lori will be joining us. Right. So.
1: And some others. Yeah. He's not in that. He's not in this book much.
2: Yeah. He's like in the background lurking yeah. and doing his yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, thank you so much for your insight. We uh, love every second of it every time that you're on here. Truly. So we appreciate you so much.
3: Truly. will be back. Carrie, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for running giveaways and reminding us to do it. Yeah. No problem. We'll bring Carrie back. We'll get her a microphone. She'll talk. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right Great, why not uh, that concludes this week's episode thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down <gasps> amazing <out> my voice. <laughs> ready
0: i'm just kidding jess i will go see the grand canyon once but she I might not get out of my car she
2: won't <laughs> She'll stay at the tippy-tippy top.